that took a while. That that leap, that came so about a year of doing deep personal growth work, going to therapy, hiring coaches for social success and for dating and love life and joining men's group and doing like transformational weekends and probably read. I mean, I, I was just insatiable. I learned that you could learn how to change your life. <laughs> and I became like addicted in many ways, you could say. So about a year in when I'd gone through so much change, I knew I had to find a way to help other people. They say that life is full of opportunities, right? So why are so many of us dreading getting out of bed to face another day? I know what that's like. My life was full of conflict, stress, failure, and fear. When I got cancer for the second time, my choice was simple, change or die. Today, I love waking up. I love my life. I love owning my own business that is helping people learn and grow. So how do you unlock that kind of transformation in your life? Let's discover the answers together as we hear from ordinary people like you and me and their extraordinary success stories. My name is Donna Gammon, and this is Power to Grow. Welcome, everyone. We have a special guest for you today, and his name is Joe Bernstein. And Joe, welcome to the show today. Well, thanks for having me. I'm grateful to be here. Yeah, yeah, we're glad you're here. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about Joe, and then I'm going to let him tell the rest of the story. So Joe was on a mission to help other men feel the love and the freedom that he learned to cultivate when his life fell apart in 2013 after learning to thrive romantically in response to divorce, losing 160 pounds without diets, and leaving his first career to build a mission-focused business, he became lit up to help other men do the same. He's helping hundreds of men transform their lives. So Joe, welcome to the show today. Wow, that is some amazing things that you had to go through and were able to come out on top. So tell us about your struggles that you were dealing with at that time. Sure, yeah, I'm happy to tell the story. I mean, that was a period of rapid transformation after a period of a lot of loss and a lot of pain back in 2013, but it really starts with my upbringing, my childhood, you know, I grew up in a pretty loving family that had all my needs taken care of, as many people would say, pretty privileged and stable in many ways. Um, and there was a lot of emotional chaos, just like the home environment was emotionally chaotic. God bless my parents and people of their generation, but there wasn't a lot of self-help. There wasn't even really therapists at the time, you know, if they were coming of age and starting a family. Uh, so there was just a lot of drama and trauma going on at home emotionally. And me and my family, we, no one is an alcoholic, no one's a drug addict, no one's a gambler, but we ate and we numb out, we numb out and watch TV. So by the time I was like five years old, I was what doctors would pretty easily call obese. So that really informed my childhood, that really informed how I lived growing up and all the beliefs that I had, because our world really does treat people of larger size and larger bodies differently. Like they're stupider, slower, less than, there's something wrong with them. So I took on those beliefs. Mm. And I had 
had some minor learning disability, but I was too prideful, even at a young age, to be willing to take accommodations at school. So I kind of just struggled knowing I wasn't dumb, but I couldn't apply myself in the way that you know, traditional academia wanted us to. So I got myself to a point where in my teenage years, I was up and down over 300 pounds several times. I got B's in school, but really didn't do necessarily that well on a lot of written work, a lot of assignments. I didn't crack textbooks. Reading is difficult for me. So I just did what I could to learn and pay attention and participate and get by. Uh, but I had these beliefs growing up that uh, I just would always be unhealthy. I'd always be overweight. I would probably experience a lot of obesity-related health issues that probably would shorten my life. Um, growing up in the world that we do, having a lot of weight on your body, you know, I didn't believe that I could be attractive or lovable and that I would never have a great love life or relationship or family. In many ways, I thought I didn't even deserve that. And I also thought, you know, I'm not dumb, but I'm not a guy who succeeds traditionally in academia. And where I came from in middle class, like white America, you, you go to school, you get a good degree, you get a good job or you're nothing, like bottom line. So I'm a guy at 16, 17 thinking I would never have much of a great life when it comes to career, love life, family or health. Um, now you fast forward, I'm 28. I have a great career for almost a decade at that point that I succeeded at. I was a sales manager for Bose Corporation and I loved the work. I had stumbled my way into finding someone that would marry me, which is the way I used to think back then. Found myself in a relationship <laughs> that was uh, desperate and codependent and had a lot of toxicity. Um, and I was honestly about 320 to 340 pounds, depending on when you found me. Um, but I had a lot, I had a lot more than I thought possible. And it all fell apart, you know, within a matter of about six months, I really started to lose passion and underperform in my workplace. And I woke up to the fact that I didn't want to work retail for the rest of my life. I started having a bunch of health crises with a kidney stone. I really damaged my hand cooking because I thought I was Iron Chef back then. I shredded up my hand. Um, I needed a surgery. And at the same time, my ex-wife, spoiler alert, came to me and said, hey, you know, we fight all the time. We haven't felt connected since about the time the ring went on and I'm one foot out the door, right? So within a very short period of time, when I was about 30, life that looked greater than I ever thought possible for me just imploded. And so I found myself at a place where I kind of was a rock bottom moment. I started looking down the barrel of a life where on one side of the chamber, it was like, okay, just resign to that way you thought life would be when you were 16, 17 gain weight, you'll work retail, you'd be unfulfilled, you'd be alone for the rest of your life maybe. But something happened and I saw an opportunity to change. I realized that I excelled at my work, I knew how to learn, I knew how to create skills and something inspired me. I became lit up about learning about body, mind, relationship, love, communication, just anything under the, under the planet, under the sun when it comes to how we change our way, way of being and our well-being. Um, you know, a year later, I had transformed my love life and I was dating confidently. I really was performing even better than before at work. And I had lost over 100 pounds. Eventually, I went on to lose 160 pounds. I've kept it off since 2013. And I just woke up one day, turned around and said, I got to help other men. A lot of what I did to change was easier than I ever imagined. 
no one's teaching this. And so that's like the short, ver well, short version of my story. I can give you an hour long version, but that's it. That's how I got to become a coach. I just decided I would figure it out. And with all that I had learned, I just one day decided to pack it up and my retail career and jump. So, okay. So that was a lot. So I want to go, yeah. first of all, I want to go back to when you were a kid, because you were saying you were five years old mm -hmm. and you're this kid that you felt obese at the time. And so were you bullied as a kid? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There was a lot of bullying, um, mm -hmm. not just from other kids, but parents and coaches and teachers and scout leaders really? and counselors. There was bullying from every angle. Yeah, absolutely. Isn't that interesting that even the adults have these issues too? So um, I, I love that you shared that and you can look back and say, yeah, that happened. And that's who I, that's what I was going through at the time. It's not who you were, but it was what you were going through. And then as you went through forward and life fell apart, like you said, wife decides she wants to leave you. Um, you are in a job that you absolutely hate and you're kind of at these crossroads, you know, what do I do from here? So I want to go to that moment because when, when, and how did you make that decision to say, I'm, I'm going to leave this career yeah, and, yeah. and do something else? Take me there. That actually, that's a good point. That, that took a while that, that leap that came. So about a year of doing deep personal growth work, going to therapy, hiring coaches for social success and for dating and love life and joining men's group and doing like transformational weekends and probably read. I mean, I, I was just insatiable. I learned that you could learn how to change your life. <laughs> and I became like addicted in many ways, you could say. So about a year in when I'd gone through so much change, I knew I had to find a way to help other people. But it took me another good year and a half. You know, I'm in a career where I'm, I'm making more money than I thought I would have. I, I'm someone who went to college for a couple semesters and it just wasn't my thing. So I'm a guy with no college degree. I'm 31, 32-ish at the time, making good money, known around the whole country as, as a successful manager, someone that, you know, was brought out to train in other stores and ran multiple stores when someone was sick. And it just, you know, I, I had a lot of, value there and and i knew i needed to leave but it just took a while to figure out how to do it um at a certain point i kind of hit a rock bottom you know i think a lot of people in their careers and i'm seeing it more and more a lot of my clients are in their late 20s to like early 40s mm -hmm. and i'm seeing this more and more young men and i don't know about young women but young men especially seem to be hitting a like a um a wall in their careers early at a certain point you know, there's not the loyalty that we once had from an employer. People often see that you can change industries where years ago, like my father's generation, you just stuck with what you were doing because who, who would dare start over? So I had this point where I knew I had to make it happen. I didn't know how, but then I hit a rock bottom. Uh, my performance got better because of all the transformational work and personal growth I was doing. And then it got worse because I just disconnected from the mission and the values of the company. It didn't feed me anymore like it once did when I was in my 20s. And, and really what happened was my store eventually fell apart one year right before the holiday season. And anyone who's worked retail or service knows, or sales at all, holiday season's everything. Holiday season's 40% of your year. Uh, so I struggled painfully through a very difficult year 
where over a couple of months I was working 80, 90 hours. I knew I'd lost passion. I knew I wasn't the guy to rebuild a team once again. Um, and I knew I had to jump. So I had a little bit of savings in my pocket. I was finishing up the divorce. I decided that I'd rather live with really low expenses. I don't know, working at a grocery store or something than be in the same pain I was in, especially in a career I once loved for a company I once loved. And then I was miserable. I just couldn't do it. So I figured out I had to get out of the headspace and I had to get out of the heart space I was in when I was struggling so much. So I literally quit. Um, I literally gave my boss six weeks notice. Uh, and then I stayed on part-time as a contractor, essentially, to help transition the store. I worked for my sister a little bit because she owns a company. I just did a bunch of things for that year till I could finish up the divorce, move out of my condo and when it was sold. Uh, have a little more change in my pocket to then figure out what was coming next. Um, but what really happened was I, I hired a coach. I mean, I was studying and researching all these coaching schools and all these programs that are supposed to teach you how to coach. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm a guy who likes a role model and likes someone to be alongside of me. So I was interviewing all kinds of people and I realized that very often it was a matter of the mentors they had, the teachers they had, more so than the formal education they had. So I hired someone to work with me to do deeper personal coaching and to do coaching on how to start my business. Um, at the time, I thought I was going to help everyone in the world lose weight and help them stop emotional eating and learn that our beliefs about ourselves and our emotions are really why we hold on to excess weight, why we don't commit to self-care. So I like figured out the niche, which eventually wasn't that satisfying. It wasn't my forte anyway, before I moved into general life coaching for men, especially younger men. Um, but that was really it. I had to decide that for me, and I don't recommend this to my clients, it had to be a full leap. I had to just get out. I was 14 years in the same company, in the same culture. I had to get out of that immersion and give myself breathing room. Um, but really it was a matter of just building skills. I started blogging. I started training to coach. I hired someone that would help me understand how to build coaching relationships. I worked with someone that gave me some little tidbits and tips on how to market a little bit. So it was really just a matter of believing I can build skills. So if I can build skills, I can build a business helping people doing what I love. Oh, absolutely. So I, I was going to ask you how long you were in your career. So you said 14 yeah. years. And, and I also love how you said, even though you went through that time of transition of being able to kind of find yourself, if you will, but then you kind of went backwards for a little bit. So, but you were able to then at that point, pull yourself out. And it sounded like the, the real breaking point was that Christmas when yeah. the company fell and it was like, do I really want to work this hard? And, right. and, and then when you said, you know, I'd rather live a simple life than a real like luxurious life that is full of things that really don't matter. Right. That is exactly like I, when you said that, I thought, yes, that's what life's about right there. It is not about stuff. It is about finding you and yeah. then developing what you want and putting what you want around you and nobody can see right now well i can see you you've got you've got lots of plants around you which yeah. i love too and you know plants are life and uh I, I love that you're surrounding yourself with stuff that you love now 
So now you have developed this career, you kind of niche down, you're working with men. Now, do you actually help men lose weight or is that part of the niche as well? I'm just so curious. It's not a focus of mine. It once was, it's a great question. Mm-hmm. However, what I often find is I will have clients nowadays that think they need to lose 20 pounds or so. Uh, but that's not my the focus. They're coming to me because they want a big career transition or they mm-hmm. just went through a big breakup or they realize on paper their life looks amazing, but they're just not happy. They're not excited anymore. They've just lost passion in a bunch of places or maybe they never had it. So I get a lot of people who want to do creative things work for me. I have a client who literally is starting an intentional community and is training to be a shaman. I have a client who is is an independent consultant. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. An independent consultant and he does all these writing gigs and marketing gigs, but he really, for other people, but he really wants to do his own thing. Uh, It's pretty fascinating. He wants to do like ancestral work and healing work and write about it, write novels and do personal growth work. So I got a lot of people who want to create a more adventurous, more values aligned life. And they're, they're ready for some sort of big leap, but nine times out of 10, they'll also confide. Yeah. And even though I work out and I lift weights and I do yoga and I look good, I binge eat McDonald's at night when I'm stressed or even though like I have a client who is a, a, a full-time, full-time he works for like a defense contractor making a bunch of money, but part-time he's an endurance coach for triathletes. And he'll admit to me like, you know, I've always got 10 pounds more than I should. I never have a six pack because I just like emotionally eat sometimes, especially when my, my wife's away, right? So I almost always have clients that have, they either have some eating challenge they want help with too, even that's, even that's not the main gig. They're not gonna, most people aren't gonna hire you me for that that's what i've learned but but they want something big to happen and this feels like something weighing them down or they're lacking energy they don't have a morning routine they go to the gym for two months and then they stop for six months you know there's almost always an element of someone wanting to be more grounded and disciplined so that they can have a deeper relationship with their body it's what i call i call it working on embodied wisdom it's part of like the open heart component of my program as we work on embodied wisdom. And part of that is making sure that you're, you're, you're in better relationship with your body, not perfect, but better relationship. Yeah, for sure. I really like that body wisdom. Nice. So now you're, you've got this thriving business that you're doing really well. How do you men that are looking for someone, you know, like you that they're hoping to, you know, find themselves transition through maybe a stressful relationship or stressful situation to something more in that calming, peaceful life. How can they get a hold of you? Yeah. Well, you know, I, a lot of people have freebies they give, like, you know, you get a podcast. It's like, well, I'll give away my free ebook, my free thing, my free video course. Uh, I want people to join me. I have been cultivating a group called Drop the Armor Dojo. Because to me, it's about dropping the armor, letting go of beliefs that don't serve us, letting go of ideas about what our life should or shouldn't be, opening our hearts to our emotions and how we can be in relationship with ourselves and others in a more beautiful way, a more authentic way, a more powerful way. And so Drop the Armor Dojo is a place that it's actually not just for men. It's men, it's women, it's anyone where people are coming together, sharing inspirational stories, where I come on at least twice a week and do a 20 to 30 minute video on things I teach my clients, on things that have helped me in my transitions and transformations in life. 
basically I give away a lot of great training in there. And there's a beautiful community that's supportive and loving. So if they go to Facebook and they search Drop the Armor Dojo, that's a great way to get engaged and to connect. If you want to connect directly, you can message me right on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. And people can email me at joe at dropthearmor.com. And I don't know if you have an international listener we'll base, but sure armor spelled the American way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll make sure we put those links in for the uh, listeners to be able to just be able to click over to and check you out. Um, and I love that you're doing that. And I love that you're sharing a lot of your knowledge in your group. And I think that's, that's powerful because, you know, we, as, as I'm a coach and I'm a healer too, and, and, you know, being able to share that makes such a difference for those that, you know, you need a community, you need somebody together, but you, you need somebody to share what they've been through. And it sounds like you've really worked through some hardships and some challenges and really found yourself. And I just commend you for that. So I always ask my, my guests to share one thing that you did during that time that if somebody was going through this same situation and they were in the midst of that hardship, that turmoil, what would you say would be the one thing that you did that made the biggest shift for you? You know, one of the biggest things that helped me and that is still one of the major components of what helps my clients in big ways is really, really getting clear on values. It's like, it's almost, you know, Don, it's almost cliche in our world. Like every coach wants to do a values exercise, but I personally took a values exercise and I made it my life about integrating and aligning with those values. And when I'm working with clients, we work on many things in and out. But in the first few months, we do a lot of deep focus on what, you know, this week, what is it going to be that's going to align you with authenticity? What is it going to be that's going to align you with health? We do tons of experiments there. So for listeners, if you would go, actually, you can just search online. Brene Brown, her Dare to Lead content has a free list of values, which is great. And her work is amazing. And I integrate a lot of it in my work, but you can get a, find a website. There's dozens of them out there, hundreds probably. that has a list of values. Choose your top five or six and get really, really clear on what would it look like if I was living this value. And then take action day in, day out, week in, week out to align with it. And that truly does transform a life as simple as it is simple but not easy you know as they as we always say it really will transform our lives if we stick to it and we stay connected and we use them as a compass to guide us all the time too uh i absolutely love that because values are what exactly helped me too um that was how i found the love of my life too through working on what my values were and what i wanted once i knew what i wanted it was real easy to attract that person and, and what I was desiring. So I love that you found those values. That is such a a great thing to share with others. So thank you, Joe, for being here today, for sharing your amazing story and for helping these men that are, you know, that need other men to help them. You know, they need role models. Like you said, you know, you were looking for a role model and 
now you're a role model for those. So I, I just really commend you for that. And you're doing a great job, I can tell. And I'm, you're very passionate about it. So uh, when you bring passion with it, you are a good coach, I know, because passion brings power. So thank you again for um, sharing your story today. Well, thank you. I'm so grateful to be here. I'm grateful that we had a chance to just hopefully let a spark in your audience a little bit. Perfect. My name is Donna Gammon, and this is Power to Grow. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you've enjoyed the show, please leave a review now and I will give you a free download of my blessed morning. This is something that is worth so much. It's what I use to get past my past, if you know what I mean. Until our next show, thank you again for joining us. This is Donna Gammon and this is Power to Grow. Thank you.